You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> Episode 98 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network coming to you live on a Wednesday afternoon about 12.30. You know what time it is. You know what time of the week it is. It's that best bets time. We do it every week. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday afternoon or night or morning or whatever time I decide to put on this, to plug in this mic and start talking. Because you know how inconsistent I am with the time frames and the dates of this podcast. I come to you like two to three times a week, but it's always something different. There's always a different reason why I can't be consistent, but whatever. Wednesday afternoon, week nine, lines, spreads, totals. We have 14 games. We're touching 13 of them. Okay, we're going to be talking about 13. I won't be talking about the Arizona-San Francisco game because I do not know the status right now of Kyler Murray. That's the problem with doing it on... So I try to do it on Wednesday so I get the Thursday night game in. But it's tough because, you know, with the Sunday and Monday games, it's like, you know, players who are injured, but you don't know if they're going to play or not. Like, you still don't know because it's a lot of teams that they have Sunday or Monday games, you know, Wednesday is just a walkthrough. So it's not like they're, they're, they they have like a do not practice designation or a limited practice participant designation next to them. But it's just like an estimation because it's not actually a practice. It's a walkthrough. But you know, you, you don't know if some player is going to play. I don't know if Kyler Murray is going to play. They, he apparently wasn't there at the uh, open the media portion of Wednesday's practice for the Cardinals. Neither was, um, I believe, DeAndre Hopkins wasn't seen either. So I don't know what that game. I don't know what to make of it right now. Arizona is a one-point favorite. But I, I'm not going to talk about that game because I don't know if they're going to play Kyler or, and or DeAndre Hopkins. So I don't want to – I don't feel comfortable – telling you guys what to bet in that game because I don't know. That's a weird situation right now. But regardless, we have 13 games to talk about. And of course, as always, lines are courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook, as they always are. Starting with the Thursday night game, Jets and Colts. Still no Zach Wilson, but the Mike White hype is real. Mike White, 405 yards, three touchdowns, and the win over the Bengals, who are one of the better teams in the AFC this past Sunday. 34-31, 11-point comeback. I'm taking the Jets to cover plus 10.5. I'm taking the Colts to win the game. So now that the Colts are a bad team, they won three out of four before Sunday, and then they lost to the Titans in overtime. Titans are a good team. They lost in overtime on a field goal. Carson Wentz threw two back-breaking, two back-breaking turnovers late in the game. Uh, and uh, they, they, they could have pulled off the win, but, you know, mistakes are mistakes, and Carson Wentz makes a lot of those. We know that. So, but... They're a good team, I think, Indiana. I don't think Indianapolis is a bad team at all. I I say they win outright. They're minus 5'10 on the money line. But the Jets cover. I say the Jets plus 10.5. And, 
And I like both these offenses. I like what I saw from Mike White in that offense last week. And I like uh, this Colts offense. I think they can put up points. So I like over 46 on the total. Uh, moving on, we got the Sunday 1 o'clock game starting with Atlanta Falcons and the Saints. Saints, I don't know their quarterback situation. But regardless, I still think they can beat Atlanta because Atlanta is not good. <laughs> to be honest, like, that's the bottom line. Atlanta is not good. So I think New Orleans wins outright. They're minus 235 on the money line. Not sure who's going to be playing quarterback, whether it's Taysom Hill, whether it's Trevor Simeon. Maybe Sean Payton calls up Cam Newton. Regardless, you know, whoever's playing quarterback, Sean Payton has proven time and time again that he has mastered the art of changing his play-calling tendencies to gear towards his starting quarterback and whoever is under center. I believe they will win that game, but I believe Atlanta makes it close, you know, with Jameis out for the rest of the year with the torn ACL. I believe Atlanta makes it close. I think it's like a three-point game, so Atlanta covers plus five and a half, and New Orleans wins outright, minus 235, and you got to take the under, because I don't love Atlanta's offense, and this offense without Jameis, you know, who knows what they can do, so I I, I don't trust New Orleans' offense in this game much. I think they'll win, but I don't trust the offense. I, I take under 42 on the total. Denver and Dallas. Dallas is a nine-point favorite on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm taking Dallas. Listen, Dallas is a great team. I mean, I did not think they would beat Minnesota, especially with uh, no Dak Prescott. And they got it done. Cooper Rush, another backup quarterback. What a time. Dallas is a great team. And Denver's waving the white flag with the trade of Von Miller. And they're, what, 4-4, four and four, and Teddy Bridgewater isn't consistent, and Drew Locke isn't good, and they don't have a quarterback. Dallas minus 9, Dallas minus 4-10 in the money line. And uh, take under 49.5, because I just don't trust Denver's offense at all. I don't. I don't trust Denver to put up a significant a significant number of points in this game. I don't. So that's take, take under 49.5. Rams, Patriots. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I, I read it as L-A-R, not C-A-R. Um, Panthers, Patriots. Sorry about that. Got to take Patriots minus three and a half. Look, the Patriots are turning a corner. It's November. They're turning a corner. 41-point win over the Jets. Beat the Chargers and Justin Herbert this past Sunday. They're turning a corner. Okay, I like the way they're playing lately. You know, came close with Tampa Bay. Came close with Dallas. It's not a bad team at all. And the Panthers, geez, I mean, they lose to the Giants by 22 points. <laughs> Only beat Atlanta by six. Got to take Patriots minus three and a half and Patriots minus 180 in the money line. And take under 41. Take under 41 here on the total. Just because I don't trust Carolina's offense with Sam Donald. I don't think they can put up a good number of points. I mean, they've scored, what, 22 combined points in the last two games. I could see this being like a 24-7 to win for New England. Easy win, but not like a total blowout. 24-7 to win for New England. So they cover. They win outright. New England does. And the under hits. Under 41. Minnesota-Baltimore. I like Minnesota plus six. Listen, I, I, I know. I've gone back and forth in Minnesota. I said don't sleep on Minnesota. Then I said take them to win against the Cowboys. And then they lose. So now I'm like pissed off at them. But the bottom line is that Minnesota plays every team tough. I and mean, they only lost to Arizona by one. They only lost to Cleveland by seven. Only lost to Cincinnati by three. You know, only lost to uh, Dallas by a couple too. I mean, you look at that score. It was what twenty to sixteen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one possession game. So it's they don't lose by a lot. So I like I like the Vikings to cover plus six in this game. 
but I like Baltimore to win. I don't think Baltimore's losing a game like this. I think Baltimore's pretty good. I mean, they beat uh, the Chargers, what, 34-6 to a couple weeks ago? I like Vikings plus 6, but Baltimore win outright minus 250 and take the over. Because I like both these. I like what this offense and Baltimore can do with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't hate Kirk Cousins. I'm higher on Kirk Cousins than a lot of other people. Take over 50. I say Baltimore wins this game. I could see this being like a uh, like a 30 to 25 game. Maybe like 31 27. Something like that. Yeah, 31 27 that would seem more uh appropriate. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Minnesota to cover, Baltimore to win outright. Cincinnati Cleveland. Got to take Cincinnati minus two and a half. Listen, this is a get-back game for Cincinnati. This is a redemption game for the Bengals. Uh, losing to the Jets last week. They're coming out fired up at home. Uh, I like the Bengals to cover minus two and a half. And I like the Bengals to win outright minus 140. I'm not big on the Browns. I re- I'm not. I'm not big on Baker Mayfield. I don't think Odell Beckham is what he once was. I don't think Jarvis Landry is what he once was. Um, and I just, I, I think it's a well-coached team. I really do. I mean, they were able to pull off the win with Case Keenum, but then they lose to Pittsburgh last week, where I'm not that, I'm not high on Pittsburgh at all. I don't think a lot of people are. Um, yeah, I, I got to take Bengals minus 2.5 and, and Bengals minus 140. Take over 46.5, though, because I like both these offense. I like what Cleveland's offense can do, even though I'm not big on some of their guys. I like that I, I think they could put up points. Uh, and um, I like... What Joe Burrow's off the Joe Burrow led Bengals offense can do as well. And to be honest, if the Bengals are allowing 34 points scored by the Jets and Mike White, <laughs> I mean, they could let up 40 possibly to Cleveland. Who knows? But still win this game. So Bengals minus two and a half, over 46 and a half. Bengals to win outright. Book it. Uh, moving on. The biggest spread, the widest spread of the week Bills, Jacksonville. Bills minus 14. That's how bad. Jacksonville sucks, man. <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, I kind of don't because it's like whatever teams. There are bad teams every single year. Um, but Jacksonville's like, that's 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 tough. I complain about the Giants. That's a tough situation. I mean, they won in week six off that game-winning field goal against Miami. And then all of a sudden, they go into the bye week. They're pumped up. They finally got a win. And then they lose to Geno Smith by 24 points this past Sunday. I mean, that's like, could you imagine having like, you're in high spirits, you're pumped up, you got to win, and then you lose to Geno Smith by 24 points? That is like the biggest buzzkill of all time. That's brutal. I'm sorry, I got to take Buffalo minus 14. Because this is a big spread, but like, I feel like Buffalo beating Jacksonville by like at least 15 points isn't like that big. Like, if, if, if Buffalo beat Jacksonville by only 15, I feel like that would be like not great for buffalo <laughs> you know like like i know that that's a w- weird way to put it i should have used better vocabulary but that buffalo has to win this game by more than 14 points i mean seriously they they, they, they got to win this game by at least like 21 22 points because that's how much better buffalo is than jacksonville i mean if jacksonville's losing to geno smith by 24 points they should be losing to josh allen by 50 Buffalo minus 14 and Buffalo minus 1,000 on the money line. Listen, I know the, the minus 1,000 is a big risk. You're betting $1,000 to win 100 potentially. So um, again, I'm telling you to do that, but I'm not forcing you to do it. I'm not the one controlling your wallet or your DraftKings account. So like if you do that and the Bills lose, don't yell at me. 
Okay, that's just, I, I'm telling you to bet the Bills. I'm not forcing you to do it. It's all up to you. Okay, I'm trying to put my, I'm trying to keep myself in the clear here. Uh, and you got to go under 49, just because what's his, uh, Jacksonville is like that. That offense is just terrible. That's it's just scoring seven. I mean, what's when you look up? I got to look this up. The point totals for every game, the uh, average points scored. Yeah, what's his? Uh, let's see, Jacksonville points scored per game. Da, 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 da. Yeah, seventeen point six. That's not even the worst. Houston's fourteen point nine. That's brutal. Jets are sixteen point three, and that's after they scored thirty four points against uh, Cincinnati uh, last week. So that that's bad. But you got to take um, under forty nine here. Houston, Miami, two other teams that aren't great at all. I got to take Houston. They, I mean, this I'm not going to watch this game. <laughs> I mean, who I don't know who is. I don't know how many times Scott Hansen Scott Hansen is going to click this game on on red zone. But like, I, I just that this bad matchup this could this i don't know who's watching this game besides the people who are there i'm serious i don't even know if texans fans are gonna watch this or dolphins fans but i'm taking texas plus six and a half i just think miami this is a game that miami loses because miami's miami and two is tua and uh, i think this is one of those games where you see davis mills outplay tua i'm taking houston plus six and a half and houston plus 230 that may be my lock over the week <laughs> in the worst game of the week. Houston, Miami. Houston plus six and a half. Houston plus 230. And you got to take under 46 and a half because these two offenses are brutal. I mean, I just said Houston's averaging 14.9 points per game. That's last in the league. And then Miami's 28th in the league with 17.3. I mean, Jesus, that's like, that's terrible, man. I mean, that, that those are bad offense. And the Giants' offense isn't good either. Neither is the Jets. Jets' offense is worse than Miami. Jets' offense is back there with Houston. Jets is 16.3 points per game. But Houston, 14.9. Miami, 17.3. I don't trust either offense. That's, uh, it's not ideal. Not ideal. Um, all right, moving on. Vegas, Giants. <sighs> Taking Giants plus three, but Vegas two went out, right? So Giants plus three. Raiders minus 150. Um... Look, Giants defense has stepped up the last two weeks. They played well. They let up three points against Carolina. They let up seventeen, uh, excuse me, twenty points against Kansas City, um, and uh, I think they could uh, over. They could definitely match up well with this Raiders offense. Thoughts and prayers to the um, the victim of the uh, Henry Ruggs crash. So obviously Henry Ruggs, as you've heard in the news, was um, char- he's charged with DUI that resulted in a death. I believe 156 miles per hour he was going in his car, and that was Tuesday morning. Yeah, I believe that was Tuesday morning. I just want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to say this publicly and like the information be wrong because I would be irresponsible of myself. Um, yeah, so Henry Ruggs accused of driving 156 miles per hour, uh, 127 miles per hour when the airbags deployed. Blood alcohol level was 0.161, over double the legal limit. So um, shout out to Ari Mayrov um, at my sports update on Twitter for tweeting that out. Um, he's uh, and a loaded gun was found in the car as well. So Rugs has been released. Thoughts and prayers to the victim who passed away in that car crash. Uh, and so Rugs is no longer with the Ra- Raiders. And so that you know that now they're going that that. You know, offense is obviously, you know, they're hindered. They don't have their, one of their guys anymore. 
you know. So that's they basically, you know, this Raiders offense is slowed down. So and that's um that's obviously tough for the organization. So and and everybody involved really, um, but I I think this Giants defense can match up with. Vegas's offense, I say the Giants keep it close. They have, they've kept it close with a number of teams this year. Kansas City is um, being one of those teams. Washington, they lost by one or um, I forget what was the score of that game. It was a game-winning field goal, obviously. They lost by, uh, yeah, 30-29. to 29. They lose to Atlanta by a field goal. So Giants keep it close. Giants plus three. Raiders minus 150. Take the under because I don't – under 46.5 because I don't trust the Giants' offense and I, I – and I, been trusting their defense so it's kind of like what it was last year for the most part when the Giants had a good defense but like the second worst offense in the league under 46 and a half Chargers and Eagles gotta take Chargers minus two Chargers have been in have been a little down in the dumps lost by what 28 to Baltimore then lose to the New England after the bye week this is a get back game this is a redemption game Chargers minus two over Philly and Chargers twin out right minus one thirty five. I could see the Chargers winning this game by like 10, 11 points. Uh, take the um, take the over too, over fifty. I like what Justin Herbert and this offense can do. And I, to be honest with you, I mean this this Philly offense isn't terrible. I mean they scored they only beat they beat the Lions and the Lions are like really 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 bad. But they scored forty four points on them. Like this team can score this team can score points. You know that's hundred percent. This team can score points. Jalen Hurts and that offense can score points. Over fifty for Chargers Eagles. Moving on, got a couple games left, and then I'll let you go. Packers, Chiefs, Aaron Rodgers, not vaccinated, apparently, and he's not playing, tested positive. Got to go Chiefs minus seven then. Chiefs minus seven and Chiefs minus 335 on the money line and under 48. I don't know what you're going to get out of Jordan Love. I really don't. I really don't, and I don't think it's going to be good. I don't really see it with Jordan Love from what I've, the limited action I've seen of him. I don't see it with Jordan Love. I, I, I just don't. I, I don't know, but you, still, you don't know what you're gonna gonna get out of him. But I guess the uh, I, I, he's gonna have to step up. I don't know if he can do it on the road against Kansas City at Arrowhead. But I'm take I, I I can't take Jordan Love this week. I got to take Kansas City minus seven, Kansas City minus three thirty five, and under forty eight, just because I don't trust one of the offenses, which is a Jordan Love led offense. And Kansas City's offense has been not great. You know, they only they they, they Patrick Mahomes just seems off, and Kansas City has not played well. So take the under 48 in this game. Arizona-San Francisco, as I said, we are not going to touch. Uh, so that leads us to the Sunday night game, which is Tennessee Titans and the LA Rams in Los Angeles. Um, taking Tennessee plus 7.5. Look, Derrick Henry is out for the time being with a foot injury. Uh, but I think there are guys who are definitely more valuable than um, than on this, on this Titans offense than Derrick Henry. Look, Derrick Henry is phenomenal. He's great. He's on my fantasy team. I'm not taking anything away from the talent and the production that you can get out of Derrick Henry. But that position has declined. The value in the running back position has declined in recent years. I still think Tennessee could be a good team with Tannehill, um, with their receivers, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. So I, I I like Tennessee to cover in this game, plus 7.5. But I like the Rams to win, uh, minus 350. Take the over, though. Take over 54. Hammer this over. This is a lock. Over 54 in the Titans. Um... Rams game is a total lock with what the how how much the Rams can score with the points they can put on the board with the points the Titans can put on the board. I mean, if you look, we are looking at the lower scoring offenses in the league, talking about Jacksonville and Houston and Miami. I mean, you look at like 
some of these, the Rams are what? Fifth in the league with 30.6. Titans are right behind them with 28.4 points per game. I mean, that's absurd. Take over 54. That's a lock. And Tennessee plus 7.5, as I said. And the Rams minus 350. Bears, Steelers, Monday night. Final game we'll talk about before I let you go. Uh, Steelers minus six. Listen, I don't like the Bears at all. Um, I think Matt Nagy's on the hot seat. Shout out to the Delaware Blue Hens. Um, Justin Fields has not played uh, well up to this point. So I I, um, I, don't, I don't trust the Bears in this game. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus six. I think Pittsburgh could be turning a corner. I'm not high on them. I, 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 I still, I'm not big on Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know who is at this point. But could be turning a corner. Beat Cleveland. So... Pittsburgh minus six, Pittsburgh minus two fifty. Hammer the under though, because I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger. I don't trust Justin Fields. Um, Justin Fields. I don't trust either of these two offenses. I don't. Under forty. I think this is like a low-scoring, defensive-minded sort of ugly game. I say it's like, I say Pittsburgh wins this like seventeen to seven. Yeah. So they cover. They win. The under hits. Without further ado, thank you so much once again for tuning in to episode 98 of the Wider Eye Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Honey ESNY. That's at Ryan Honey ESNY. We'll be back later on in the week for our preview of the Giants-Raiders game, which takes place in week 9 this Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time at MetLife Stadium. We'll be previewing that as we usually do, so tune into that. Listen to that episode on Apple, Spotify, Art Radio, Stitcher. Again, wherever you get your podcast, it'll be up there. Um, but thanks so much again for tuning in and uh, talk to you guys soon.